Remember when I used to read lyrics on this show? Yeah. I've got her in my head at night when I go to bed. And I know it sounds lame, but she's a girl of my dreams. Karma, 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 karma chameleon. And of course, I'd do anything for her. I'd I'd search the moons of Endor. I'd even walk naked through the deserts of Tatooine. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Right. And Um, it's on an album. Well, that's better. Princess Leia, where are you tonight? And who's laying there by your side? Just so you know. Yes. Every night I fall asleep with you. This is not my final lighting situation. This is the quick lighting situation I can throw together. Good, because that's Um, terrible. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and not Twitter or X or not that either. Threads. Exhibit. And Instagram at Namely90s with an I-0-S. You can also find the show every Monday at YouTube.com slash at Namely90s. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s which we should also check at some point and get signed up for one of our support levels. I'm sure we'll check it by Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a million dollars uh, sitting in our Patreon right now. And then it just goes to like the one other Patreon I'm signed up for. Yeah. As a monthly um, expense or something. Yeah. <clears throat> my, my, the $5 a month we're getting is just going directly to someone else. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Oh yeah, well, you know, as much as I hate going on Twitter now, especially there's an option to only see people who pay for a blue checks responses. Why would you want that? I know, right? Uh, it's like I guess it's a club for Elon stands, but um, as long as until it actually closes, we probably will be on there, or you know. Um, incites some sort of riot um but yeah uh but instagram's our main form of communication currently um do you think do you think elon's gonna embed the song closing time by semi-sonic semi-sonic in the background like myspace remember you did on myspace yes i i i mean not me personally i i think i had something more interesting and emo-y on my uh my space or the remember the patterned backgrounds you could do like the whole background was some sort of ridiculous pattern i mean if you knew any like basic html it was as fun as making a geocities page yeah oh geocities those are the days uh no i'm sure elon's going to pre like embed h to the iso um and claim <laughs> that he's <laughs> claim some sort of victory did you see uh, how he was like he apparently sent threatening letters to warner brothers 
when uh, oh. they were going to fire Amber Heard. Yes. <laughs> well, apparently they were dating. Yeah, I did not know that. I mean, I he would. Either. He would. You're right. right. Yeah. I'm well. Uh, from what I understand, he at least for uh, some amount of time was able to bully around uh, like five star U.S. generals. So, um, <laughs> it, it's. <laughs> Terrifying how much power that man has. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's with, gonna with he's all of his bad decisions. Creating a, an underwater uh, layer where from which he will be the new Bond villain in the Christopher Nolan flicks. Yeah, uh, I, like if if he could own a volcano layer, he would. <laughs> I don't. I bet he does own an all uh, own a volcano. Honestly. Or if he doesn't, he has a he owns a mountain and uh, uh, like an entire mountain that he's trying to transform into a volcano, active volcano. If he does start putting laser beams on sharks, <laughs> like putting laser beams freaking on freaking sharks, sharks. With laser, yeah, <laughs> on their heads. Uh, I did not know that uh, Doctor Evil was closely modeled on uh, Blofeld from. Well, that's terrifying! You've completely disappeared from my monitor. Hmm. I still see well, myself on Zoom. You're back. What What happened there? I had no interruptions on my end. Oh, I have just a complete blank spot in my recording. Uh, anyway, uh, you were saying something about, uh, you didn't realize that he was like based on after blow like the outfit. Oh yeah. Uh, the didn't outfit know that. straight out of, um, uh, which one? one, uh, the, the diamonds one diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. No, that wasn't what it was called. Uh, diamonds are forever. Uh, the last Connery film before the last Connery film, Elizabeth Taylor, white diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, uh, so I was going to say, uh, oh, no, what what happened to your uh, whole trip to Vegas? What was the story Uh there? Um, went to Vegas to see the postal service slash, uh, um, death cab for cutie. It's the 20th anniversary of, uh, the postal service album and, uh, transatlanticism from death cab. Oh, I thought you actually just went to the post office and just observed, the just workers watched, watched mail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, while we were there, we did uh, a Rugrats escape room. Oh, and we beat it with 30 seconds spare. Nice. Uh, yeah. Better than um, two seconds to spare. You had to, you had to like find uh, seven different toys that the babies had. And mind you, this was the lowest ranked uh, um, escape room that they had. I bet. Uh, like um, skill level. Yeah, but you were supposed to have a larger group, and it was just... Uh, I thought you meant just quality. <laughs> me and my girlfriend. No, no. Well, so it was an exclusive thing uh, that came out during uh, the pandemic uh, for this this one brand of escape rooms, and uh, apparently they renewed it for two extra years, um, or uh, for two more years. Uh, so I was lucky enough to do it, because I, I originally saw it during when we were in the pandemic they're like do it virtually i'm like no uh, <laughs> virtual escape room but like there was one part where you were supposed to like chain each other together and let a low level electrical current uh run through you from a fence to like the other side of the room um but we had to somehow do that with two people <laughs> this escape room contains light bondage <laughs> yeah um and then at the end uh we found I think it was a reptar doll, the the last piece we needed. And uh, I was like, I didn't remember how much time was left on the clock. I knew we had two minutes left when we started putting the key in or the final key keypad in. And it's like it 
like coming up slowly out of the canister, <laughs> you know, and um, so I, like Darth Vader and in, in Empire Strikes Back, you know that that egg scene. Anyway, uh, so it's like I grab it and I'm just like I'm running back to the thing and slam it down on the on the escape room thing and I look up the thing and there's still like 30 seconds left. I could have just walked in with the with the uh, Reptar doll to to get us out of there, but that was fun. And um, ate a best friend, uh, ate at Momofuku. We actually had a really great seat at Momofuku where you could see the Paris and oh, fancy, um, yeah. Um, and then uh, went to the Wicked Spoon for a buffet on the th- on one of the days and couldn't eat a, a lick later. That's um, brutal, seriously. Yeah, what the eating too much? Mm, well, that, but then also the uh, the illness situation. Oh, that was, that was, that was a different day. Oh, it was a different day. Gotcha. Yes. No, uh, that we went to see, um, uh, the Michael Jackson, um, uh, Circus Soleil show. Oh, okay. But overall, uh, when I returned from Vegas, um, I, you know, made an improper choice of purchasing Taco Bell. Oh, I thought this uh, happened in Vegas. Why was I so confused? I thought it happened in Vegas. No, I got back from Vegas. Oh, I was like, why is he going to Taco that, Bell in Vegas? I mean, that's what that, you might do, but I did go to the Cantino on a previous trip, but I uh, returned from Vegas. Uh, I had, had uh, McDonald's on drive back. And then I had something moderately healthy in the middle of the day. And then I was like, I took a nap and I woke up and I was like, I, I need to go to, I need to get food. It was like 11 at night. I'm like, I'll just order Taco Bell. And it took me a half hour to get my food from Taco Bell. And, uh, whoops, clearly not hygienic and, um, got a little food poisoning. Uh, so I spent the next 12 hours, you know, that, that, um, that scene from parks and rec where, uh, Chris, whatever his name is, he's like, he gets sick that one time and he's just like staring at himself in the mirror and he's just like, stop pooping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better out than in. Um, Fair. But yeah, it was, there was a little, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It took me, it, I, I'm still not over it. Uh, it's like, I thought I was getting better. I thought like, I thought it was like maybe a 12 hour, 24 hour, uh, stomach flu. And no, my, my stomach's destroyed. You <laughs> like, need some hair of the chihuahua, you know, get in there, uh, have another yeah. on the bright side. I'll never, never go to Taco Bell again. <laughs> Beefy bean burrito. Yeah. Ugh. As much as I love me, a cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. They're pretty tasty. Uh, um, um, yeah. Sorry. Taco Bell. Small. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, I'm going to have to live vicariously through you now. <laughs> You just uh, saying that makes my stomach. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We need to turn on the exhaust fan. I don't know how much small yaying you can do, you know, fair. Um, well, I, I had a less event, less eventful week than that. Uh, we, I drove my boat back over to the West side of the state to do some stuff to it. Um, Fun. I had a disastrous experience trying to get the boat, including a big effing spider. And then I just like poured all the water from the boat cover into the boat. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot you're afraid of spiders. Yeah, and it wasn't a small spider. It was, it was scurrying by my face. Uh, when I picked my girlfriend up to go to, I think it was when we went to Vegas. Maybe she's going to the airport. Um, I opened my trunk and there was a effing black widow just in the, the nope crevice. Nope, yep. nope, nope. <laughs> yep, and I was just like smash. <laughs> uh, but when I was over on the west side, I um, 
I have a friend who's doing a podcast and I, a a while back he was doing a different podcast. Unfortunately it didn't quite get off the ground, but I suggested he get two of the microphones that I have. However, being an idiot, Hey, my microphone's good. Settle down. Hey, so anyway, I was like, Hey, get my microphone. It's great. Yeah. Kind of as an idiot, I forgot that these, this is not a USB microphone. It requires phantom power. The eight channel, 12 channel mixer that's sitting over here probably should have been my first clue, uh, which why do I have a 12 channel mixer for one channel? Who knows? It was overkill. I wanted it anyway. um, So I decided I felt bad. I was going to buy him like a uh, USB interface. I was trying to find stuff and they're like a hundred dollars. And I just found some random guy in marketplace who had one for like 20 bucks, like a decent one that was like really good shape. And uh, Uh, I thought you just bought the POS. (laughs) No, it's like a Steinberg UR twenty two. No, not yours uh, for him. No, his. That's what it is. Oh wow! Uh, and um, like, took me about an hour because I was installing it on a Mac, which was uh, interesting. Yeah, but I got it working. He's gonna get a second mic because it's got two channels, phantom power. Sounds great. Uh, so I got them all set up, and we I got us a shout out on the uh, on the pod. So for suggesting the wrong microphones to him for buying him a thing to fix it and get him better audio quality a year later. Uh, yeah, well, six months, but they didn't do anything. Like this is the first time they, they've used the equipment. Because they were, they, they were sharing have. a lapel mic. Like I just, I, I, I'm, it doesn't matter if you have good content. So obviously that's not a huge deal, but Hey, <laughs> good audio. That's the point. We don't have good content, so we need top notch audio. I'm kidding. <laughs> So are we having them on for uh, the I don't know. I'm special? reading the description and they actually list 90s nostalgia. So they're therefore now uh, competition uh, competition. So um. F you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of F you guys, let's uh, let's move on to 90s news. Sure. News. Um, I didn't really write jokes on this, so I, <laughs> I think if I want you to go first. Well, that's okay. or We've been I'll go first. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've already been canceled, so it just cuts off right here. <laughs> yeah. Now we're fine. Yeah. Um, Tupac Shakur's alleged murderer was arrested uh, last month. Late last month, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department has arrested a suspect in connection with the 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur. Marking the biggest break in the cold case in nearly 27 years, according to the AP and ABC News, Dwayne Keith D. Davis was taken into custody Friday morning, uh, which was Friday morning, the 28th. Sorry, I may have lifted this uh, from AP. Um, Davis was charged with one of the with one count of murder with gang enhancement. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police. That's Las like, Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Go ahead. I was like, that's like when the uh, the whole gang gets collagen injections in their lips. <laughs> yes. Okay. Gang enhancement. Uh, the, I don't let him look at these any ahead anymore. This is all off the cuff jokes now. Uh, the, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department announced at Friday's uh, press conference. Um, let's see, Chief Deputy District Attorney Mark G. Mark D. Giacomo said. Uh, Davis was the on-ground on-site commander who, quote, ordered the death of Shakur. Sorry, quote, ordered the death. End quote. Unquote. Of Shakur, according to the AP. 
Uh, in a later bit of footage of the arrest, an officer asks Davis what police got him for, and he responds, the biggest case in Las Vegas history. Although some could say it's the biggest. The biggest. <laughs> using the KFCQ. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a transition. No, I was just doing like the radio. Like, let's go to commercial. I'm listening. Kevin James smirks his way to a King of Queens anniversary. On the heels of the Kevin James smirking Getty image meme going around and in celebration of the sitcom's 25th anniversary, Kevin James, Leah Romini, Gary Valentine, Victor Williams, Patton Oswalt, and more united for a table read, Q&A session, and to pay tribute to Stiller, who died at 92 in 2020. As part of their homage, they presented a video chronicling Stiller's life, featuring his son Ben, his daughter Amy, Ray Romano, Ricky Lake, and more. You can find the video on YouTube or at Entertainment Weekly's website. Joke? No, unfortunately not. This all happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of reboots, uh, the Seinfeld cast might reunite for a reunion about nothing. Jerry Seinfeld has hinted at a possible reunion for his classic sitcom. When asked if he was happy with the divisive Seinfeld series finale during a stand-up set in Boston over <clears> last <throat> weekend, the 69-year-old comedian let the audience at Wang Theater in on a little secret. Uh, he said, something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It hasn't happened yet. Just what you are thinking about. Just what you are thinking about, Larry. And I have also been thinking about, so you'll see Larry, Larry, David, um, the series, one of the series creators and the prototype for George Costanza. Uh, and we will up, we will update you in the future if anything comes in from this, but it's probably a whole lot of nothing. And what's the deal with, uh, rebooting sitcoms? That was more of a Larry so, David voice, but remember when we had the reboot alarm? Yeah. Uh, it was like the, the the party horn or whatever. No, it was more of like a siren. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was, that was party horn. Wah, 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 wah. Finally, Goosebumps bumps back in a reboot. Hey, reboot alarm. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. Oh, I'm not supposed to read that part. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> R.L. Stein's 1992 worldwide best-selling Scholastic book series is getting a TV reboot. The 10-part series takes viewers on a roller coaster of mystery through the lens of five high schoolers who start to investigate the death of a teen three decades earlier named Harold Biddle. They discover the home where he died and go down a suspenseful journey to uncover secrets from the past. The show, which stars Justin Long and Rachel Harris alongside newcomers Zach Morris, Isa Briones, Miles McKenna, Anna Yee Puig, Puig, and Will Price, thank you for all those, premieres on <laughs> Disney Plus and Hulu October 13th, making the point of paying for the recent price increase in the Disney Plus bundle not seem worth it. Did it ever? I mean, yeah, because, uh, I mean, before the price increase, I could watch three things with no commercials uh, and get cracking <laughs> games. Um, now I only get Hulu and Disney Plus for the same price. That reminds me, I looked at downgrading my cable today and the um, lesser package costs more. <laughs> I guess I've been with them long enough. Yeah, it's like my my cell phone. It's like, huh, I can get less for, and pay more. Um, yeah, uh, I, I like I like Justin Long. I like uh, Isa Briones. She was in Star Trek Card season one and two. Um, 
and uh, mm. I, I, th- I think on Tinder for a while. Um, it, long story. Uh, there was a music festival up here like a year or two ago, and then someone pretending to be here on Tinder. That reminds me. Uh, never mind. Well, no okay. long story. Yeah, it reminds me. You're that thing. Of, well, hold on. And that's 90s news you can use for October of 2023. Send in your 90s related articles to us on Instagram at namely 90s with a 90s. Um, did you see that thing about like the elementary school teacher who got suspended for having an OnlyFans page? No, I thought you were going to talk about the one that like went with a um, there's like a 13 year old boy. No, she. Yeah. Like the Mary Kay Letourneau thing all over again. Yeah, pretty much. I always thought Mary Kay was a brand from Mary Kay Letourneau, just so you know. Right. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so she got suspended and then she quit her job to spend more time on producing adult content. Mm-hmm. But wh- what do we think about that? Like, can can well, your job she makes more suspend on you? Than... Can your job suspend you for having an OnlyFans page? Uh, technically, yes. Uh, I'm, legally... I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, they shouldn't be able to, but I believe they can. Yes. Wow. Uh, especially if there's some sort of like antiquated morality clause. Yeah, true. Um, in your contract. Yeah, so you can't uh, tie your horse to the uh, front hitching post if you're uh, under six foot two or something like so those random laws that are on the books. From, like, Sorry, did you say horse? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and now let's go to Brandon for the Namely 90s Minute. Welcome back to Name Me 90s Minute. Every week we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of... Uh, hold on. This is a long walk. Season 7 of Rick and Morty premiering and episode 8 of that season being titled Air Force Wong, we're looking back at Die Hard in an Airplane, Air Force One. Air Force One is a 1997 political action thriller starring Han Solo, James Gordon from the Dark Knight trilogy, the original live-action Cruella DeVille, the mom from the Santa Claus franchise, Claus with an E, Captain Jim Brass from CSI, and Jerry from Fargo. The story begins with a joint mission between Moscow and the U.S. to capture a dictator of a neo-Soviet regime in Kazakhstan that retained its nuclear weapons threatening war. Three weeks later, President Indiana Jones, his family, and parts of his cabinet fly home from a diplomatic dinner in Moscow on Air Force One when it's hijacked by terrorists loyal to the aforementioned dictator led by Bram Stoker's Dracula. The president is raced to an emergency escape pod, but instead he hid in the cargo hold and does a diehard in the airplane, slowly picking off terrorists and using a satellite phone to reach the vice president. President Jack Ryan makes a plan to take back the plane during a mid-air refueling and gets hostages off via parachutes, but the terrorists explode the mid-air tanker before everyone gets off. Zorg from the Fifth Element captures President Rick Deckard and his family and forces him to order the release of the evil dictator. The president yells that classic line, get off my plane, as he kicks Sirius Black out of the back of Air Force One and you'd think the story down there, but no, they get chased by some MiGs before getting intercepted by F-15s. Then the Air Force sends a second plane with the tether and rescue team to get the rest of the survivors off the plane when one of the special agents left reveals himself to be the mole as Air Force One is crashing into the Caspian Sea. He kills the remaining people except for President Cowboy and Aliens, and they fight until the President attaches himself to the escape line and escapes just in time, leaving the mole to crash and die in the Caspian as the President and his family fly away on Liberty 24, now given the new call sign of Air Force One. And that's Air Force One in an Amy 90s minute, more or less. And now back to the show. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading to you. 
I did tell someone the best way to get out of a Zoom call is you just go frozen and then like gradually grab your mouse as slowly as possible and just click out of the meeting. <laughs> My friend doesn't you know, you, you know I leave his part in there. I know. I was telling you as a joke while I was the music. Okay. Hey there, Brandon and Andrew. It's Gavin Dange from TIDRP, your brother horseman in this retro apocalypse. Today we have a little quiz for you. A memory game, if you will. A quizlet. That Gaz has lazily named Quote the 90s. This week we're sending you a quote and see if you can guess its origins from some (laughs) piece of pop culture from the 90s. Just remember... Our worlds weren't as interconnected then as we lived across the pond and the internet still ran on coal. We'll also, because we're copying you, do multiple readings and either do a poor imitation of the character slash person who said it or poor imitations of whoever we feel like. And if you're lucky, you'll hear me slip into my terribly offensive English, English accent. Is that enough of a setup for you, lads? Are you ready for Quirkly 90s? Name the movie and, if possible, the character that said this. Bonus points for the actor. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Wait. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Ooh, that's not a knife. That's a knife. 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 I tell you, that's not a knife. That's a knife. That's not a knife. That's a knife. That is not a knife. That's a knife. I always thought that was Steve Irwin, but... (laughs) No, I was going to say the same thing. I don't know why I always thought that. Maybe it is, but wasn't he in a movie? No, well, it's not Steve Irwin, but I can see why you'd prior think to that. being it's, dead. It's in an Australian accent. Yeah, it's no, it's the Crocodile Hunter. It's Crocodile. It's Crocodile Dundee. But who is who's the actor? Uh, God, if I could tell you, um, I, I know. I was like, do I slyly Google that while they're talking? Or I don't think we're allowed to do that. No, it's Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, I think they'll take Crocodile Dundee. But bonus points is, for the actor. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Is that the name of the movie and the guy? Well, well, it's like saying Hulk. Yeah, it's like saying Hulk Hogan is is Hulk Hogan. Hulk right? Hogan. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like we got it, um, I, um, but I don't know who it that's is. That's the problem. That's the problem. What's the nineties? Because is that from the first one, or is that was that in the nineties, or was that in the eighties? Like, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm going to think too long and hard on that because mm-hmm. I feel like there's long three of hard. them. I feel like there's three of them. The first two are kind of serious, and the third one's more like funny, where that like that quote would come from. But I guess Crocodile Dundee. I, I couldn't life. tell you the names of the other ones. Crocodile um, Dun Three. <laughs> well, and, and is it the Crocodile Hunter or is it Crocodile Dundee? I. But yeah, that's not a knife. That's, that's a, a knife. knife. Unless they were trying to trick us with uh, a good old um, knifey footy from the Simpsons. No? Anyway. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you what. what. Crocodile Dundee. Okay. We're going with Crocodile Dundee. Sold. K. 
character is Crocodile Dundee, played by Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or no, played by Steve Irwin. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, was Steve Irwin Crocodile the Crocodile Hunter? Hunter? Okay. Yeah. That's why yeah, we confuse yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's based, it's clearly based on him. We know right, that. Or possibly the other way around. Well, because the uh, Crocodile Dundee wears like a like a black leather vest and a, a outback hat. So do I. Only those things, though. Yes, we all have heard about <laughs> what you do in the bedroom. Um, an assless chap. Sh- <laughs> nope, that's fun. Whoops. Are you ready for borderline inappropriate brilliance? Got a knife. <laughs> a knife. That's a knife. Was said by Paul Hogan as a titular character, Who? Mick Dundee, in the 1986 close. Australian hit movie Crocodile Dundee. I think this Mick was Dundee absolutely huge is the, the Crocodile Dundee. remains Australia's highest ever grossing film. The croc killing non PC, hard drinking mystic wild man was a favourite of kids everywhere, which. <laughs> Seems a little odd to say in any Hard day drinking. Or age. And if you want to hear us talk about Crocodile Dundee, then look out for an episode in October. You'll find us at Spotify, Apple, Google, and all other major platforms. Now, let's send it back to Walkabout Wally Brandon and Dr. Crocodile Dundee. Of course. Say that bit. You can say it next time. They're uh, touring the colonies, uh, Gaz and Dange. <clears throat> And content. And third sync. <clears throat> Sorry, everyone. Apparently, my Zoom now stops my other recording for some Terrific. Time. Great. It's been so a technical challenge tonight. It really has. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I said Hulk Hogan earlier. Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Hulk <clears throat> Hogan earlier. I think it triggered it because I knew it was something similar. I knew like they shared a name mm. and it was probably the last name, but I didn't voice that. So uh, technically we didn't get the bonus points. We did guess Crocodile Dundee and we did guess the character Crocodile Dundee. Um, <laughs> so I think we win that one. Uh, you think we got half a point? Uh, uh Sure. Uh, I think we won. And if you like your retro with an equal helping of 80s to watch down the 90s, check out our friends at the Insanely Dangerous Retro Prod Show on your platform of choice and follow up with those wascally wabbits on this Thursday's or actually some episode on Wednesday (laughs) uh, during October. They are currently their new release schedule is on Wednesdays Um, and you will find them talking about crocodile dundee or whatever they have up to this month um you'll even get to catch us delivering quotely 90s to gather danes sometimes it's revel- relevant to our next episode it always is and um yeah uh we'll obviously retweet when uh that crocodile dundee episode definitely yeah if it hasn't already uh it hasn't because i'll listen to this week's episode so um yeah uh to finish off do you want to do a tupac or shakespeare quiz sure um i found this on buzzfeed yeah um obviously i like this who said it tupac or shakespeare tupac who celebrates his 43rd birthday today well no he doesn't 
Um, that was 2014. Oh, still. <laughs> he doesn't. Fair. He doesn't celebrate. It is he his birthday. I, I caught up. <clears throat> yes. Well, some people. So just like Elvis, some people think Tupac's still alive. But that doesn't matter because Andrew's now stuck Sorry. reading. Uh, more let's things. do it. Okay. Uh, first one is. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Is that Shakespeare or Tupac? Feels like Tupac to me. I. Though sure, I've read nary a Shakespearean sonnet. I don't know. I've read a few. I had to read sonnets in high school. Or was that a joke? I don't know. I don't even know what the things are that he writes. Uh, he writes plays, he writes sonnets. And he writes he, TV episodes and movies thousands of hundreds of years ago. Essentially, yes. <clears throat> hundreds. And I think an occasional dirty limerick. Um, <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. Um, okay, so are we going against each other or are we going let's just do it. Who do you think? You make it through the night, there's a bright... I think it's Tupac as well. Okay. Yay! It's from Dear Mama. Uh, some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. See, that sounds like Shakespeare, but it also sounds like Tupac. This is actually quite good. Um, and I've been watching a lot of Frasier, so... It seems too <laughs> profound to mush. me. Too profound for Shakespeare? For Tupac, sorry. Um, I haven't chosen yet. I don't know. I... Although it doesn't it's it's I trip over it a little bit, so it makes me wonder if it's not Shakespeare. I if I tripped over it, I feel it would be more Shakespeare. Yeah. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Uh it sounds like a classic line, but is it classic because it's Shakespeare or classic because it's Tupac? It just it I, doesn't sound I, tight enough to be Shakespeare to me, but I thought you were going to. Oh, I thought you were leaning Shakespeare. I don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. I'm I'm leaning Tupac. <laughs> it says thrust. <laughs> yeah. Tupac. Are we going Tupac? Let's do it. Okay. Gosh. It Shakespeare Act Two, Darn it. Scene Five, A Twelfth Night. I've read that. Okay. Um. Good job. We know what we are, but we. <laughs> We got it wrong. Uh, we know what we are, but we know not what we may be. You see, that seems on the surface like it's going to be Shakespeare. Right. But it's clearly a curveball. Well, not clearly. It, it feels like a curveball. Here's what ball, I predict right? happening. We choose Tupac. It's Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Then we are choosing Tupac, and it is actually Shakespeare because it's Hamlet, my favorite Shakespeare play. Um. Followed closely clearly, by Turkulet. <laughs> clearly, I shouldn't be allowed to to take the reins anymore. The next one. Um, uh, I exist in the depths of solitude, pondering my true goal. I think that's Tupac. Uh, but yeah, I want to say Shakespeare now, but uh, I, I will go with you because I've been wrong. Aha! Yes. <clears throat> in his poem, Depths of Solitude. In the depths of solitude. Uh, number five. If music be the food of love, play on. That's Shakespeare. That has to be Shakespeare. Act one, scene one of Twelfth Night. I say, if it's not, I'm going to eat my own shoe. 
cowards <laughs> die many times before their deaths. Ooh. That feels like both of them, quite honestly. I'm I would lean Shakespeare. I ooh, yeah, I lean Tupac on this for some reason. I'm gonna follow you because I've been wrong. Okay, let's do it. Damn it. Okay. Shakespeare. Uh, uh, Shakespearean. Julius. Act two, scene two of Julius Caesar. <laughs> Please That's don't let me wrong. do an accent for with us. Your turn. <laughs> uh, this, uh, fear is stronger than love. Uh, that sounds like Tupac. It also sounds like Gosh, Shakespeare. Darn it. This is uh, he's like a modern day Shakespeare. My modern, I mean, 30 years ago. And uh, well, what, what do they call them? Warrior poets uh, back in the day. Uh, what were we going? I mean, with? A snap at the end. I don't know. Uh, Tupac. Okay. Yay. Uh, from the song Fickled Mine. Fickle Mine. Fickle Mine dollar, dollar sign. sign. Love is too Better. young to know what conscience is. Oh, that sounds like Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare. I I clearly don't know anymore. It feels like Shakespeare to me, but if you have a gut feeling, go for it. Shakespeare. Okay. Sonnet 151. Uh, you cannot escape fate. Just as you rose, you shall fall by my hands. I would say that's Hamlet, but also it could be Tupac. I want to go Shakespeare. Okay. Damn it. Tupac said this in words of wisdom. How long is that? Oh, we're almost there. Um, it's almost done. Ambition should be made of sterner stuff. Uh, that's Shakespeare. Okay. Yes, indeed. Shakespeare wrote this act, in Act 3, Scene 2 of Julius Caesar. I feel like whoever made this... Uh, Hates us. <laughs> no, has only read uh, Julius Caesar, uh, Twelfth Night, and uh, Hamlet. And like the most famous sonnet. Uh, everybody's at war with different things. I'm at war with my own heart sometimes. It feels like Tupac. Also feels like Shakespeare. I hate this. Uh, all right, let's go Tupac. Boom. Nice. He said that in an interview with Vibe magazine in 1996. Who hasn't been interviewed by Vibe, you know? Uh, most a coward white people a a coward dies a thousand times a soldier dies but once uh, Shakespeare yeah that has to be Shakespeare no oh come on in the song if I die tonight and is referencing Julius Caesar come on it's not a direct reference <laughs> or it's not a yeah it's not a direct that one just shamelessly anymore. rips off Shakespeare that's kind of kind of cheap that's literally every drama since Shakespeare it's public domain but still no everything whatever uh, and Shakespeare ripped off um, the the Greeks uh, we must remember that tomorrow comes after the dark that's too far <sighs> Yes, it is. is Oh, man, we did poorly. 54. Sorry. Eight out of 13. We scored better than 54% of all their quiz takers. That's good. That's piss poor. Better than 54%. Well, okay. Over half. Okay. (laughs) And it was a 50 50. 
so actually no we 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 got about wow we we got about just as good as guessing yeah um so clearly one of us needs to brush up on our shakespeare and one of us needs to brush up on our tupac yeah it's not gonna happen (laughs) it's worth a shot um anything else for this week no um Although I do I have to come to the next show with like a red bandana tied on my forehead. Um, well, you might get shot in your neck. It's possible for doing that. That's it for this week's edition of Anyway 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Join us next week for a deep dive episode on Andrew. Andrew doesn't know yet. Andrew doesn't know yet. And remember, in two weeks, you can listen to our podcast of horror episode. A podcast of horror for. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. Or actually, no, find us on YouTube and Instagram <laughs> at namely90s.com with a 90s. Or find our personal accounts on Twitter. So, no, I forgot to update this outro. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash namely90s, also with 90s. And finally, you can contact us through our website, namely90s.com, once Andrew puts that contact page in. Uh, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Audible, To Be or Not To Be, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartGoodPods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time.